Shalom brothers and sisters, I believe guys you've been fine though it's quite some time but uh, we give glory and thanks to the Lord. I've been fine and the Lord has been gracious to my side and today guys it's another time that we come to fellowship together with the word of God and uh, yeah it's all about gospel vibe, gospel vibe, Jesus centric and it's all about Jesus and uh, so guys uh, today is a very special edition and uh, what I'm about to share you just don't want to miss this because God planted this word in my heart and uh, I've seen it being of a lot of help in my life and I believe it, it, it it's gonna touch you it's gonna touch you and uh, for the best yeah for the best so if you it's your first time to tune in or uh, you forgot <laughs> this is the inspiration network uh the world's number one podcast show where we believe that inspiration is oxygen to your soul and i'm always your host jk the oracle don't go away all right so guys um the topic of today is uh is very catchy and uh very reflective and uh i'm gonna be sharing it right now and our reference is in the book of acts chapter 9 s from verse number 1 to 31 acts chapter 9 s from uh, verse 1 to 31 and the topic of the day the topic of the day drum rolls The topic of the day is the Damascus experience. The Damascus experience. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The Damascus experience. So let's pray. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name. Thank you because of this time that we come to share in your word, that we come to dine and wine with you, Lord. Speak to our souls as we listen to you in Jesus' name. So it's it's in Acts chapter 9 verse 1 to 31 the Damascus experience. I don't know what comes to your mind when I just mention the word Damascus experience and uh, right about I know what clicks in your mind is the whole story of Saul converse being converted to Paul and all that. I know you all know this story and you all know what happened. So it it comes a time whereby Uh, Paul uh, by then this man is called Saul uh, where Saul uh, is breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples and then he goes out to the high priest and asks him uh, for some letters you know uh, so that uh, he, he goes to the synagogue in Damascus because it's a time whereby uh, the church is growing and uh, the whole family of believers is 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 now growing up and uh, they are here scattering all around spreading the name of Jesus but then Saul never wanted this to be like that so he goes to the high priest and then he goes for the, this letters and is given now the the legal ground to persecute believers to persecute believers so he sets out from uh, the place that he was Jerusalem and now is going to Damascus for for those the believers and uh just some geographical background about what I'm talking about from Jerusalem to Damascus it's it's actually approximately 140 miles 
um so 140 miles if i don't know whether you guys are acquainted with geographical uh, um distances but uh, this is a distance that you you can take uh, let's say 30 minutes by air or uh, three days by bus or uh, if you're in uh, good health condition then you can walk for at least two weeks yeah <laughs> oh my god two weeks so you can see the costs that Saul was ready to pay just for him to get these believers jailed and behind the bus so but something happens so Saul starts on his journey and in between something happens and I'm gonna be reading verse 3 and as as, as, as as Saul near Damascus on his journey suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him oh thank you Jesus and that he felt to the ground and had a voice say to him Saul Saul why do you persecute me and then he, he replies in verse uh, 5 who are you Lord Saul asks and then a voice speaks I am Jesus whom you persecuting he replied now get up and go into the city and you'll be told what you must do then the men who were traveling with him just stood speechless because they had the sound but did not see anyone speaking and talking to Paul. Sorry, Saul. So Saul gets up onto the ground, but when he opens his eyes, he cannot see anything. So they just lead him into the city of Damascus for three days. He remains blind, not eating anything, nothing to drink, just there. I was just uh, I was just thinking whether it was like a kind of a way that because because of his mission now that is about to start it's like he was being forced to okay this, this is my opinion it's not what you're gonna be talking about guys um, but, but this was kind of fasting so that uh, now he, he, he becomes ready for the task that is ahead of him so he stays there for three days and then uh, there's this whole story as from verse 16 uh, verse 10 downwards whereby the lord speaks to uh, um, a disciple called ananias and then ananias receives uh, a vision and then he's told to go into the house of judas uh, around uh, the straight sea and ask for a man from tarsus who is named saul for is there praying in a vision because saul had also been shown uh, um, the, the, about uh, this disciple called uh, called Ananias, and so Ananias goes there, and um, after going there, he lays his hands on him, and um, oh, you can read for yourself, guys, and get it right and get it straight, and your own revelation, because God speaks to us in different ways. Then, after all, at the end of the scene, Saul regains his sight, and now he's a new being. Okay, when I was reading this and uh, meditating on this word, uh, there are some of the things that came clean and clear to me. And this is what mainly, about seven of them, this is what uh, mainly I want to to share with us guys because uh, th that was the story but now what, what what's the lesson behind? That was the story but now what's the lesson behind? So, uh, the Damascus experience when you encounter the Damascus experience there are some of the things that happen there are some of the things that reveal themselves to you and there's something that happens because this is a conversion 
Saul was converted. So this is a conversion. And in between, in within that conversion and in within that experience, this is now where I want us to draw our lessons today. And I believe some of them, I was just getting some of this revelation and telling God, I, I just worship you, God, for that. And uh, yeah, so number one, when you encounter the Damascus experience, Number one, you meet your destiny helpers. For the sake, uh, for the case of Saul, that is where now we see the issue in verse 10. Now the issue of Ananias comes in. Because uh, now Saul is blind. He's been blind for three days, eating nothing, drinking nothing. So there was somebody who God was to use, whom God was to use, so that now Saul be- begins and uh, realizes his mission and that was Ananias so to me Ananias acts as a destiny destiny helper as a destiny helper to Saul so it's my belief that when you encounter this when you pray and after reading this verse I want you to get in a state of prayer and I want you to believe with me I want you to just believe with me that that the God shall connect you to your destiny helpers some of you guys things are not working in your life because you have not met your destiny helpers. Okay, this is a broad subject and perhaps um, a sermon by its own, but I, I, I'm, I'm not going to dwell much on it. But I want you to tell the Holy Spirit to reveal to you your destiny helpers, destiny connectors, people who link you with your greatness to your destiny. And uh, it can be anybody. It can God can use anybody. For this sake, God uses Ananias. And God can use anybody. Praise the name of the living God. The the other thing, the second thing, is that during the encounter, the Damascus experience, your divine assignment becomes crystal clear. I mean, in chapter 9, verse 15 to 16, chapter 9, verse 15 to 16, so the Lord is speaking to Ananias and he's telling him, go, this man, this now soul, so we see God stipulating the kind of the assign, divine assignment that he intends Saul to, to work on now. And verse 15 says, go. Because this man, the man we're talking about is Saul. This man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles. So the mission of Saul was to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth who died and resurrected to the Gentiles. And the uh, and their kings and to the people of Israel, and I will. You see, now uh, the divine assignment that God intends for Saul is very crystal clear. You know, you can you can be saved. You can be you can be a very 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 active Christian in your place of worship or wherever you are. But some of us don't know what God intended for us to do. Some of us, our divine assignments are not clear. Some of us, our divine missions are not clear. So it's upon you now to pray. And after this, I believe even wherever you are listening to this podcast, the Spirit of God as as the way the Spirit of God hovered over the waters, it's that is the same now way that the Spirit of God is going to hover through the waves that you're listening to. And... Uh, and uh, these things shall come to pass that you shall realize your divine assignment and that you shall work on it 
the, 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 the other thing that just in between there this is not the that one but in a, a continue just a lengthening of uh, of the second one verse um by the end of verse 15 uh, verse 16 actually the, the bible says and i will show him how much he must suffer for my name so god during the damascus experience you not only realize your divine assignment but also you understand uh, you understand the nature of your mission yeah? the nature of your mission so Saul is gonna know that he's to suffer for this mission so he's starting on, a, on something that he knows that he knows that he will suffer this is what is gonna happen so that's what I want you to pray. And that is what, that's my prayer that as you listen today, this is going to happen to you. The third thing that happens when you encounter the Damascus experience is that the old man dies and a new being rises. The Bible says that uh, the, the, the old man dies and a new being rises. And uh, the Bible says in verse 18, verse 18, the Bible says that immediately something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again. My interpretation, interpretation of scales falling from Saul's eyes is that it's like a, it's like a renewal. It's like a renewal. Saul, the, the old soul is dying, is gone away. Now a new creature a new thing a new creation that is the word a new creation comes into our picture so if you encounter the damascus experience the old self the old man the old you is gonna die and a new creation is gonna come into being for those who are in christ jesus are new beings are new creations so that is my prayer today the fourth thing, the fourth thing is that you receive a special gift and this is the gift of vision. You see, it, it's, it's one thing to see and another thing to understand what you see. But when you receive the gift of vision, as it is in verse, verse, verse 18b, the Bible says after the, the scales fall, fall from Saul's eyes, now he's able to see again the gift of vision the gift of vision Saul is able to see again that is the gift of vision now tell God to give you the gift of vision with the gift of vision you are able to see things that your normal eyes cannot see things that in the normal situation and normal status quo you cannot see because now you're working in, in, in a spiritual another spiritual anointing praise the name of the living God the fifth thing that happens uh, during the Damascus experience, as I was revealed by the Spirit of God, is a scene in verse 19b, and that is the renewal of strength. And the Bible says, And Saul, after taking some food, he regained his strength. I know some of you guys have given up in life. Some of you guys, you've... You, you've you've burnt out and it's like you, you you feel like you don't have enough strength to move on this life maybe, maybe at a time like this uh, during this lockdown stuff and uh, this whole viral virus pandemic uh, maybe you've you've lost hope maybe you've lost your job people 
your company laid you off. Maybe things are not working even in your marriage. But I want to tell you, if you pray to encounter the Damascus experience, let me tell you, as it happened to Saul, that your strength shall be renewed. The Lord shall renew your strength. Just like an eagle, your strength shall be renewed. And you, you, you can now soar to greater heights. You can do things that you thought you could never do. Because you're not depending on your own strength. You're not depending on your own understanding. But depending on the Spirit of God who strengthens you and who carries you on. Praise the name of the living God. And uh, the, the sixth thing is that there is a change of identity. You see, we see the, 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 the old soul goes away and uh, the new Paul comes. Uh, one thing I want to bring clear to you guys is that uh, Saul's name was not changed during that time. It, it wasn't changed during that time. I know some of you think that uh, the, the conversion at his soul was converted from Saul to Paul that's not the case and as a theologian let me help you on this and uh, mm, so as, as we see in verse uh, chapter 13 verse 9 Saul who was also called Paul so so Paul when Saul grew up he had kind of two names most of the people in Tarsus where he was born knew him as uh, as, 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 as Saul but now after chapter 13 verse 9 onwards that is when now a new the 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 the, the, the name Paul now comes into picture and afterwards we also know him as a Paul as a Paul the apostle Paul so Paul never never changed never had one name Paul had two names but one that is where he drops it after the conversion i don't know much about the meaning of the name saul and the new meaning of the name paul but that can be your assignment guys and you can work on that and uh, the lord the name of the lord shall be praised for that so the last thing is that god's favor and acceptance comes to you you see after saul is converted even the believers even the disciples were afraid of him Actually, it took the inter- intervention of this disciple called Barnabas, who told the disciples what had happened to Saul and uh, narrated the old Damascus experience, so that they, they now took him as one of their own and they accepted him as a disciple. And now they move on and on and on in ha- harmony. So when you encounter the Damascus experience, God's favor comes on you. You see, God's favor. Hallelujah. May, may the Lord's favor be upon you. May those who rejected you accept you. May offices that slam doors for you, may you go back to buy the whole building. Because we serve a mighty God. We serve a living God. We serve a God who is incomparable and who loves us unconditionally. So, uh, the Damascus experience. It's my prayer that wherever you are, you'll go back and with the word into the word of God and cultivate a culture of prayer, cultivate a culture of reading the word of God, and uh, 
may the grace to pray may the grace to read the word of god be sufficient to you guys because some of this revelation you can't just read a story and get a revelation out of it some of if you want to get a revelation out of anything you, you must read the word of god in a state of prayer in a state of prayer and uh, as the, the word of god said yeah in the state of prayer and all shall be fine with you guys so i believe uh you guys god's gonna lift you to places that you've never imagined you've ever, never imagined of and uh, his grace shall be great to you lord i want to thank you because of this uh, time thank you because of this word thank you because we fellowship together through this word as it is written in acts chapter Acts chapter 9 is from verse 1 to 31. Lord, I want to pray that let whoever is listening to this podcast right now experience this divine conversion, the Damascus experience. And right now, there's going to be a complete turnaround, turnaround in their lives, turnaround in their businesses, turnaround in their ministry, turnaround in whatever they do, turnaround in the name of Jesus Christ Almighty God. And that is my prayer, that Lord, you shall help them and they shall meet their destiny helpers, that Ebenezer, they shall understand their divine assignments that you intended of them Lord Jesus that Jehovah the old man and the old self shall die and the new creation of them shall come into being in the name of Jesus Christ Almighty Lord I want to pray that may they receive the gift of vision let them let them see the things in the spiritual realm in the name of Jesus Lord and I pray that you renew our strength renew our strength Lord the strength to pray the strength to fellowship in your word, the strength to move on and to rally on as soldiers of the gospel of Christ. Lord, I want to pray. Let you change the identity, the way you change the identity of Jabez. Lord, I pray that the way you change the identity of J- J- Jacob. Lord, I pray and you call him Israel. Let, let this be revealed into you, the lives of your people in the name of Jesus Christ, Almighty God. And last but not least, Jehovah, may your favor, may your favor come your people and acceptance in the name of Jesus Christ Almighty God we bless your name God and we worship you thank you because you're mighty thank you because you're awesome in Jesus name we pray amen so that was it guys and uh, hope you've been blessed as always share it widely as always keep your feedbacks coming and um we want to bless the name of the lord for that um may the lord be with you till we meet next time say hi to your friends keep safe sanitize i want to see you back again